I'm Kim Beasley, and I'm the host of Temper My Business Podcast, where you will learn tips, tools, and techniques that will give you the freedom to easily build your business brand online so that you can be seen and then sell to your target customers. I will be interviewing industry leaders and professionals who will share their knowledge and experience, which will help you brand your business online. Get ready to take notes and learn from Kim and her guests, because this is going to be a fun learning experience. Hi, everyone. This is Kim Beasley. I'm back again with Pepper My Business. Today, we have Michelle Lowry, and she is from the, let me make sure I have this correct, Michelle Lowry Online Business Solutions. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. And she helps online service providers and solopreneurs to get things done, and that's very important. Her focus is to uncover what is working, what isn't working, and helps create action plans that can be implemented right away. Michelle is also a member of Vault certified partner, and we'll get into what member Vault is later. She lives in Maine, loves coffee, good TV, and the Oxford Common. I mean, comma. <laughs> Woo, I said that wrong. Oxford Comma. Okay, so let's kind of jump in, and we're going to start with the, the first question that I'd like to ask everyone on my podcast. What is the overall purpose of your business? The overall purpose of my business is to help people live the lives they want to live, run their business the way they want to run it, and get the other crap out of the way. <laughs> you know. All the, the noise and all the um, the head stuff, let's get it out of the way and just focus on what needs to be done. Oh, I love that. That sounds really great. Except, so that's, that's the kind of thing I like to do. Um, so how did you get started with your business? Tell us about that. Well, I have always been an independent sort of person, as my mother can attest. And um, total aside, I've been wanting to tell you this since I first laid eyes on you on Facebook. When I was a kid, an independent child, I had a Mrs. Beasley doll. Ah! I knew when you said when I was a kid, I was like, you knew exactly where I was going. I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times, but I loved her. She was my confidant and my, my best friend and my wizened elder. And she just was, I just loved her so much. So every time I see your name, every time I see your posts, I just light up with a smile. So you, you make my day, no matter what you say. And you, you're so smart with everything that you do. And you're so helpful with everything that you do. I feel like you are Mrs. Beasley. So I just, I just feel like I want to just give you a hug through the computer. So I just, (laughs) nothing to do with anything, but I've been wanting to tell you that since day one. So there it is. And we're aging ourselves when we talk about that. I know. Well, that's the other thing. Those of you who don't know, Mrs. Beasley was the doll of Jody on uh, the TV show Family Affair. Uh, Family Affair was from the 70s, I want to say. And it was about an uncle who ended up uh, adopting his orphan niece and nephew. 
And so, um, yeah, I would, my nickname, Mrs. Beasley, I had the glasses and all. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You have the glasses and you just have that same energy. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, I already love you. So I just had to throw that out there. Oh, no. Hey, I love to have fun on this podcast. And that's part of the having fun. So yeah. how did you get started in business? Yes. Back to my business. Um, so I have always been either in um, retail management or um, I worked in healthcare for well over a decade, many, many years. And so I've always worked with people, helping people, trying to, you know, whatever the situation is, always helping people. Um, but living here in the United States over the well, this was several years ago, but just the way insurance companies um, run the healthcare system these days, it just started getting more and more frustrating. And I finally got to the point where I said, I want to work for myself. I want to work from home. I still want to help people, but I want to do it on my own terms, not under the thumb of some other thing. And so I started um, doing some research online, like, what can I do? How can I do this? And I kind of stumbled into the world of online marketing and virtual assistants and all of that. And so that was my entry point in. It's just sort of, for me, once I make my mind up about something, I just dive in head first and figure it out later. And that's kind of what I did. I mean, I took courses and figured out what was what, but I just sort of charged ahead and did it. And that was a couple of years ago. And I've been incredibly happy. And I just, I want that independence and happiness for everybody else. If that's what they want, I want to help them get that. Awesome. I love that. That is a really great uh, way to, to get your business started. Not just about you and making money. It's about helping people. That's very important. So with you starting your own business and understanding that you're going to face issues along the way. What are some of the lessons that you have learned along the way of, of running your business? For me, and a lot of the stuff I help people with is stuff that I've had to help myself with. So I feel like I'm in the trenches with people. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like here yes. we all are and we've got to figure this stuff out. Um, it's really easy to get caught up in what the quote unquote, I'm making air quotes, um, what the gurus are doing and what they recommend. And that's great. But you know, you can start spending a ton of money if you're not careful, because you think you have to have that tool. Well, I'm here to tell you, yeah, those tools are nice, but there are ways to just focus on yourself. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Yes. Do what you need to do right here, right now. Build a solid foundation and then take your steps forward. It is possible. I, I, I love what you're saying that, yeah, the gurus, they, they've done it. It works for them. And you could end up spending a lot of money uh, chasing after everything that everybody tells you to do. However, you have to do what works for you. What are you going to be comfortable doing? What works for you to reach your target audience? That is very important. I'm glad you, you shared that. And because there are challenges that business owners or entrepreneurs face. And one of those challenges is hiring a VA. Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. you 
share some of those specific things that entrepreneurs go through when they're being challenged in the hiring process for VA? I think the first thing is just being willing to let go of certain tasks. Um, that's a huge piece. And, and yeah, that's number one. And, and it's funny because I, for myself, am a huge control freak and I have a real hard time with that. So I get it when other people are like, yeah, I know I need help, but I need to do this myself. Um, like start with baby steps, start with small things. You know, you don't have to hire a VA that's going to work for you for 40 hours a week. It could be two hours a week. It could be five hours a week. It could be whatever, or just task specific. Every VA runs their business a little bit differently and that's okay. What works for one person may not work for another person, but you know, I think if people realize that they're just swamped with tasks that need to get done, start small, if you have control issues about it, write down the steps that you take or do a screencast like with Loom or Camtasia or whatever. Film yourself doing the task and then you can hand that off to the person that you hire and they're going to just follow your steps. You'll know that it's getting done right. They will easily be able to do the task. and won't have to ask you 7,000 questions. It's just a better way um, to do that. And then also, you know, if you know you want to get started with a VA, ask your friends in the online space, hey, do you have somebody that you can recommend? There's a big trust factor, you know, and and if you hire somebody and it, you realize that it's not working out, it's okay to say this isn't working out. It's just best to be upfront, communicate openly every step of the way, just on both sides. It's not good to keep silent and think, oh, gee, I don't know if they know I want it done like this. Say it. Just say it. Get it out. And either way, good or bad, you know, it's best to just have open communication. You know, you really said something. You said something that really just, I like to call delegation process. And and part of the delegation process is uh, time management and productivity. Because if you don't delegate, then you are going to be swamped by time management issues. You're going to be swamped by productivity issues. Uh, And since you've already talked about being willing to delegate, can you talk a little bit about time management and productivity and how it's affected uh, regarding delegation? Sure. Um, Time management, I think for everybody is kind of an ongoing process. You know, it's a constant tweaking process. What works for you today may not work for you two months down the road, depending on what's going on in your business or what's happening. So I think number one, being willing to be flexible, um, but also number two, committing to it, you know, instead of making a should, you know, this should get done. I make I'm big on air quotes. Um, and so should this should happen? Like, no, I'm willing to commit to this. I'm willing to, um, you know, if somebody is newly hiring a VA, there's going to be a lot of communication up front as time passes and you get used to working with each other. You don't need as much communication, but at, at first I say schedule in your time 
to speak to one another, you know, have a video conference over GoToMeeting or Zoom or Skype or whatever, you know, whatever your choice is. But I find face-to-face is really helpful um, just because you can see what the other person you know, you can see if somebody doesn't get what you're talking about, or you can see if they're like, yes, this is awesome. Like you can see that. Um, yeah. So regular meetings, regular communication, having a good project management software that you use. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be expensive. There's tools like Asana. If you're a list person, which I like lists. So that's a great tool to just put your task in and you can check it off when you're done and you get a little (laughs) thing that shoots across the screen. It's very satisfying on an emotional level. Uh, But there's also Trello. There's Meister Task. There's, you know, there's a thousand and one project management softwares, but you want to have you and your team in there working, communicating, um, And that's the other thing with communication, this kind of off track, but it's important. Communicate, have your system set up in so that everybody knows if there's a task in Asana and you have a question about it, you're going to ask it in Asana, in the task. You're not going to send an email or go over to Slack or go somewhere else and ask the question about that task. You want everything to be consolidated so that Everybody knows where everything is at all times, and it just makes it easier for the team. Oh, gosh, you hit everything that my team and I are very, uh, uh, okay, I I hate to say this, but we're very anal about this, especially me. Yes. Delegation, time management, productivity, communication. That's the key. (laughs) It's it's totally the key. With all of that in mind, I, I know that this is something that you specialize in. What what have you uh, done to grow your business? What what are some things that you've kept in mind as you've grown your business? Um, one thing that I've kept in mind is um, knowing that it's okay to go slow. I'm not going to be a quote unquote guru overnight. You know, I am where I am, and that's okay. Um, but one thing that's really been a huge piece for me and it's kind of happened naturally is just um, developing connections and networking with people on social media. I've met so many great people and now you included through Facebook. I'm so excited to like have this FaceTime with you. It's great. Um, But you know, just being open, being willing to share my expertise or, you know, opinion, like if in Facebook groups, if people are saying, Hey, what about this? Don't be afraid to say, Hey, this is what I do. And this worked for me. Um, and you know, you just connect with people that way and you don't know who you're going to resonate with. And you know, your answers don't have to be perfect, but they should be helpful. You know, I, I just feel like that's the key. Try to be helpful. Try to be of service to others. We're all in this together it may not feel like it right now because the world is a crazy place, but really we are. And if you can just put your best foot forward and be fun and helpful, I think that goes a long way. I totally agree. You have been listening to Pamper My Business podcast, and I am your host, Kim Beasley. Join the Pamper My Business community by visiting PamperMyBusiness.com. 
where you will find our free training along with our masterclass so that you can continue your learning journey about building your brand online.